world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. There is just so much that I could talk about today. It's so, it's so much. I woke up I woke up relatively early this morning. I was you know I was alert wide awake, but it's pretty early. And man, oh man, the things running through my head about exactly where we are and what we need to do is is just absolutely astounding. And I was I was making the point in the pre-show. By the pre-show, I mean a lot of guys get in here, you know, quarter of, and they're fifteen minutes discussing just fellowship and just people discussing one another. And the and the whole idea came uh, came to my mind. I said, uh, how, "Would we be would we be behaving the way we are if uh, we found out Jesus wasn't coming back?" Now I know he's coming back, but if if we thought if if we were living in a world today where everything that happened in this world depended on what I did today, we what we collectively did today. If all of a sudden we found a one last book of the Bible and say something happened and Jesus changed his mind and he's not coming back, he's coming back, but he's not coming back for for another uh, ten thousand years. Would that change? Would that change the attitude and the actions of the church? I happen to believe that it would. I do, but because we have, uh, I was making as as the before the show went live. I was making the point that everything we do, Christians. Everything we do is defensive mindset. Pray against the dark forces. Cast out the fat dark forces. Pray that your finances don't get corrupted. Pray that the devil doesn't attack your health. Pray that pray that the right people will get it all. We, we have no offensive plan. And you look at what the devil's doing. You look at just this, just this, uh, Drag queen story hour thing. How that started? How long? How many years ago was that? Just a couple of years ago that their libraries were having drag queen story hours, and now what do we see? Well, now they're actually having uh, ceremonies in city parks. They've expa- expanded it from the library to the city park. Can somebody tell me one thing that our side, excuse me, has done offensively? Has our side gone to our local city council and demand a Bible month? We want to celebrate. We want you to declare Bible month here in uh, Licking County. Have, have we gone to uh, to our, our, our local government say, we want this to be traditional family month? Uh, you see, I mean, these, these are trite. These are stupid. But the point I'm trying to make, we, we play no offense. No offense at all. None, none, none. Maybe some defense. But we, we, don't, we don't play any at all. We don't. The Bible tells us that uh, this kingdom's ever ever expanding. It's of the of the increase of this government and peace. Isaiah chapter nine verse six. There should be no end of the expanse at at, at the growing, the expanding of the kingdom. <clears throat> we don't try to expand the kingdom. Yes, we do. Some of us go try to get people saved, and then send them to a church that doesn't have any idea what's going on. We have no idea. We have no idea this thing called Christianity. Boy, it's an advancing army. Friends, it's an advancing army. Now, it used to be the men, that used to be the pilgrims, the Puritans left their stinking country to go start. That was an offensive move. You know that? They said, let's get out of here. Screw the king. Let's get out of here. Let's go, let's go start our own country. And they did. It was an offensive move. And then what did they do? Then they fought a battle for independence. They did fight a battle for independence. And then, golly, they did another offensive move. You know what they did? Uh, They decreed that Bible reading and Bibles would be in all the schools. That was an offensive move, you know, folks. It was an offensive move. 
And they began to spread this United States throughout all of North America. It was an offensive move. Now we hear about people moving to certain parts of this country to get away from the devil. It's not like I'm telling you. The mindset is absolutely unbelievable. I don't want to. I don't want to beat that dead horse too long because I got the, I got some good stuff we need to we need to talk, talk about here today. That uh, I have a couple of hands up already. Did I see that because if we do, before I get into my monologue, which I'm going to do here in a second, let me see right here. Uh, Paul, go ahead, and then Julie. Yeah, I, I think uh, Orson Welles said it very well. He says, uh, "After the truth is revealed, then violence will ensue and a tyranny." I think all we can do is just keep throwing the truth out there. And to be honest with you, I hear it every day. I hear the truth coming out every day. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, from what I can gather, Roe v. Wade, and that is something that's going to really send reverberations around it the is. country. So, well, it'll have great de- uh, deep, uh, deep uh, spiritual uh, ramifications as well, friends, as that slaughter comes. By the way, I am. I got to one foot in the start. To one foot in the starting blocks. Uh, Mark Harrington, my buddy Mark Harrington. When the decision comes down, folks, some of us are immediately driving to Washington D.C. When that decision comes down, we are going to be at the Supreme Court building. We're going to be there, and we're going to be there, and we're going to we're going to glory in our victory. We're going to gloat in our victory, and. Uh, just give me a heads up. If some of you are interested, we're going to be going there. Julie, go ahead. Hey, there. I'm heading someplace. Stay with me. Today. Go ahead, Julie. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, team. Um, well, I'm really proud of my pastor. He had told me something that I didn't know. There's an event in Zanesville, and it's about um, making people aware of what's going on with the trafficking and everything. So, Good. yeah, they're having that Zane, Zane's Lane at 2 o'clock on Sunday. So I'm going to be there. Thanks. Good. Good. Put that in the chat or something, Julie, so I can uh, – I'll be out of town this weekend, so I, I won't be able to be there. So others may want to get to – hey, look, it's, it's up now. You can register for our annual event. It can You can register now. It's up on – and we're starting to get registrations and getting some calls, some emails about it. Listen listen to this. This isn't up on the screen yet. We have uh, Dr. Pam Popper has agreed to come and uh, speak to us. You guys maybe don't know a whole lot about Pam. She's local, and she's an internationally recognized great, a great. Uh, she has a great resume. She is a butt kicker, internationally recognized expert on nutrition, medicine, health, and founder of the executive director of Wellness from Health. The company provides educational program, extensive libraries, yada yada. Pam has been featured in many widely distributed documentaries. Pam is featured as the lead expert in food choices, appears diet fiction, Code Blue, but more importantly than that, she's helping to fund the defense of, of uh, Paul Goslin. She is all over it, and she's going to be one of our speakers. We're also going to have uh, Tom Dunn's going to come and make a presentation to us. We're, we're going to finalize some of these, but I'm telling you, these are already confirmed. Pam Popper will be there. Uh, Tom Dunn will be there for a spiritual warfare training. And then this one, i got to show you this one, ZanesvilleLawyer.com. Mitch Marcheski is a lawyer in Zanesville, Ohio, who has been actively out uh, holding seminars alerting people to what they need to do in regards to living wills and uh, uh, medical uh, exemptions. Uh, all He's he, he been doing this stuff for free, folks. He's been holding seminars for free. And Mitch Marcheski is going to uh, going to join us as well. I think he's going to be here on, uh, I think maybe he's here on Friday night. I want you to click on something real quick there for me. Uh, is it Spencer? I didn't even know this one. Yes, Spence. Click on it, it says Nightbird. I don't know. I just, this is just kind of a side thing. I don't know if you guys know this or not. This is Mitch Marcheski's daughter on uh, America's Got Talents. It was a she's, she Sadly, she passed away about a month ago. Jane. But play just a little bit of this if we can. This is Mitch Marcheski's daughter. Mitch is a great Christian man. Go ahead. How are you? so happy to be here. Oh, we're happy you are. What's your name? My name's Jane. When I sing, I go by Nightbird. Oh, that's nice. Nightbird? That's right. Uh, did you sing? Do you sing for a living? Um, Spin it ahead a little bit, Spencer. Get to about that. Get, go forward about two minutes. Just so you can hear it right. a little bit. Got the golden buzzer. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Wrote a song. Ashley had can cancer. Can I ask you a question? How are you now? It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Last time I checked, I had some cancer. We're, in my lungs, my spine, and my liver. We're farther, Spencer. 
Get her to where she's singing. She wrote her own song. Here we go. Change location would change your mind. I thought that all my problems they would stay behind. I was a stick of dynamite, and it just was a matter of time, yeah. Oh, day, oh my, now I can't hide. Said I knew myself, but I guess I lied. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. If you're lost, we're all. Okay, you cut it off. That's that's a nightbird, and uh, sadly, she. Uh, this was a national phenom. I don't know if you guys were aware of it or not, but this is Mitch Marcheski's daughter. It passed away, I think, I think about two months ago. Uh, so, um, just so you put that, I'm not trying to play that for any other reason. To understand that he was fighting for others while he was fighting for the life of his daughter as well. She was, I think, she was 30, 31, 32 years old, and. Uh, so, hey, so get on there, man. Sign up. We want 150, at least 150 people to come. It's 75 bucks. Food's all inclusive. You can camp on site. You can get a hotel. You can do whatever. We're going to, we're not going to do, we aren't going to have as many speakers. We're going to have more fellowship time. We're going to have more, more uh, things where we sit around and we hear what you have to say and what you think. And we're going to be making plans for, for where we are and exactly what's going on. So Pam Popper's in. Night, Bur- uh, Mitch Marcheski's in, Tom Dunn's in, and uh, hopefully Mark Trump's going to be able to come and talk to us about uh, about AI, how that affects us, what we need to be aware of, and uh, we're waiting to see whether or not Mark, Mark may have another obligation not be able to come. So uh, that's kind of where we are. We're not o- not overloading it, but it'll be a great great weekend of fellowship. Hope you all can make it. Okay, uh, boom 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 boom. Myra, go ahead and pray us in while I'm looking here a second, sweetheart. Yes, Coach. I will be honored too. Romans 1, 16 to 18. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein the righteous of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness and unrighteousness of men who hold truth in unrighteousness. Jesus, you are welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Can you bear with me here? i got about 12 things I want to lay on the table here, all, all of them. Uh, do connect in some way, but it's important that we go there. So bear with bear with me a second. Go to uh, go to number four. We talked yesterday about suppressing the truth, suppressing the truth, and then my buddy Greg uh, emailed me an article that he came across, and I want to get it up on the screen. No, that's not it. That's not it. That's it. That's not it. That, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. All right, <clears throat> there it is. There we go. There we go. Tomorrow. What does it mean to suppress the truth? What does that mean? Somebody else wrote this. I didn't, I didn't write this. This was done 21st of November 2020 by Roger Meyer. Never heard of it. Greg sent it to me. And uh, truth suppression comes in many forms, such as silencing, censoring, covering up, boycotting, sequestering, and even canceling. And we hear a lot about transparency, but sadly, it is often missing in the words and deeds of our of business, government, media, personal relationships. Why do we suppress the truth, he asks. One of the puzzling things about the human nature is our propensity to lie. <laughs> Psychologists have studied this phenomenon and postulated various reasons for the lying. The primary reasons are self-protection, safe face. That's our ego, right? We may lie to manipulate others, to gain advantage. We even engage in self-deception to avoid unpleasant truths. All of these are forms of suppressing the truth. We see it every day in off-the-record statements by anonymous sources. We see it in spin on the TV, obfuscation. 
Invasive statements, buck passing. We also see divisive statements, name calling, finger pointing, all engage in suppression of the truth. In some cases, telling the truth that criminalized, especially in repressive re- re- regimes around the world, whistleblowers, right? You can't be a whistleblower. Truth telling versus lying in all of its form is a significant topic in the Bible. It gives you a lot of things to talk about. Lies have devastating, long-lasting consequences. Many are horrendously expensive, costing businesses, government, and public billions of dollars. There are physiological stresses and changes that take place in various parts when the brain, with the brain, when lies are told. So if you tell someone that it's okay for them to be a little boy when they're a little girl, this has devastating, devastating effects. It's a suppression of truth, all right? The Book of Romans speaks about those who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. <coughs> Excuse me, and who exchange the truth of God for a lie and worship and serve the creature around the Creator. Peter said that many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. And Paul warned Timothy that in the last days perilous times will come and that mankind will resist the truth and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Folks, this is so this is so important. Will you be among them? Or will you instead learn and practice truth? Choice is yours. Choice is yours. It's so easy for us. So I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I, 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 know, I know several people in my life who I've, I have great affinity for who refuse to hear the truth. Can anybody say amen? Are you surrounded people? They don't want to hear it. They amen. don't want to hear it. Amen. They, they don't want to hear about they shouldn't have taken the shot. They don't want to hear it. They, they, don't want, they don't want to hear that giving that shot to their child wasn't a good thing. They don't want to hear it. Amen. That's called suppressing the truth, right? Pushing down, suppressing, holding. It says in, in the King James, which we read yesterday, holding the truth in unrighteousness. It didn't say suppressing the truth. It says holding the truth. In other words, holding it down. Holding down the truth and unrighteousness. If you don't expose truth, it's unrighteous, folks. It's unrighteous. And this is, I really, the Holy Spirit, I told you, gave me that word yesterday and really, really stumbled on something. And that's, that's really, really where we are. So let me, let me go here into this. I don't want to call it a monologue, I don't, but, you know, what's the soul? You know what the soul is? Do, do, do you really know what the soul is? I was uh, I was probably uh, forty six years old before I had even thought about it. Soul, what's the soul? And the Bible tells us. I, I, we don't need to click on all of them, but the Bible says that uh, we're not to be afraid of someone who can kill your body. Yes. Right. Well, folks. Listen to me. Taking the jab is really, really serious. But that kills the body. Amen. Right? Teaching a child to masturbate destroys the soul. And there isn't even any comparison in those two things. No comparison at all. To teach a young child at five years old about sex, gay sex, butt sex, transgenderism, that's the destruction of the soul. And it's, folks, it is far more dangerous and wicked than anything than shooting. It's not as serious as shooting a person with a gun and killing them. That's why Jesus said that it would be better for them to put a millstone around your neck and throw you in the deepest part of the ocean than mislead, mislead one of these little ones that believe in me. Why? Because it destroys the soul. And we're told not to fear him who can kill the body, but fear him who can kill the soul. I pulled up some things. There's 50 Bible verses about the soul. 50 Bible verses. Most people out there don't even know what it is. So I'm going to talk to you about it real quickly. Then I'm going to move on. Here's just a, my soul waits in silence for God only. For my hope is from him. Soul waits. Who keeps Psalm 66? Who keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip? Psalm 107. Thank you. There you go. He, for he has satisfied the thirsty soul. 
And the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. First Peter, obtaining as the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Not your body, your souls. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise and simple. In whose hand is life of in whose hand is the life of ever every living thing and the breath of all mankind. The Lord will protect you from evil. He will keep your soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, for God has many benefits. Behold, all souls are mine. Look, listen to this. Behold, all souls, Ezekiel 18.4. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father, as well as the soul of the Son, is mine. And the soul who sins, it will die. Let him know that he who turns a sinner from the air of his way will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Then the dust will return to the earth as it was, and the spirit will return to God who gave it. There is a great place to start. Then the dust will return to the earth as it was. The spirit, which is the breath of life, will return to God. And the soul, where is the soul going to go? All right. So as, as briefly, you got to do some of your own research on this. Well, I made some notes to me that I want to. It says in, uh, Spencer, I don't have this. Maybe you can pull it up for me real quick. Uh, Genesis 2, verse 7. <clears throat> we can do a real study. I get Mark Trump in here. We get talking about creation and God speaking and energy and all that stuff. Look at this. Look at this, friends. Verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the earth, there's the body, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, there's the spirit, and man became a living soul. Wow. There you are. Body, spirit, which is life, soul, which is the essence of who you are. Your soul is your mind and your will and your emotions and everything that activates and interacts with the world in which we find ourselves. That is your soul. And it said that God formed man, made him, breathed into his mouth life. When he breathed that life, see, animals don't have a soul. God didn't breathe the breath of life into an animal, into a dog. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. But it's very, very distinct here that man was separate. And then God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. I don't know how animals began to breathe. I don't know. And some people will say, well, animals have souls. No, they don't have souls. They don't have souls because you don't understand what a soul is. So the soul's made up of three spots, three parts. Remember, God's a triune God, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, right? Water, water baptism, steam, ice, all the same thing, triune God. So your soul's made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's the soul. That's you. That's the essence of who you are, your your personality, your ability to think, your ability to reason. That is your soul. And the battle that we're facing from an individual standpoint is who is going to be in control of the soul? That's why uh, we're told in the book of Romans to take captive every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of of, God. God and bring into captivity. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do you have to take it captive? Because everything you do, everything you do begins with a thought. Everything you do. That's why they have television commercials and they flash up a picture of a Big Mac because you wouldn't think of having a Big Mac till you see it. That's why when you scroll down Facebook, they have these girls pop up with hardly any clothes on because you're not thinking about girls' bodies till one pops up in front of you. So you're, you're influenced, we're all influenced by the eye gate, the ear gate, our emotions, our environment, 
it impacts who we are, what we do, where we go, what we say, what we think. And a thought, I'm sorry, a thought is not a sin. Because if the sin, if a thought was a sin, then Jesus would have sinned. Because the Bible says that he was an always tempted. He was tempted in every way that we've been tempted, yet without sin. And so if you've had an evil thought, he had one too, or he's a liar. The difference was he didn't act on those thoughts. So the battle that we have, see, there's a part of you that there's, a, when you became, a, look, you, you are a, you are a soul. You are a spirit. You are a soul that lives in a body. And you're given life by the Holy Spirit, by the breath of God. You are not a body. You are a soul that lives in a body. Is anybody picking this up? Are you picking this up? So when you die, you simply leave your body. As we just read, when you die, the breath of life goes back to God. The dust, the body returns to dust. And the soul goes somewhere. Now, the Bible, as we just read, God already said, I own them all. So I own, I own them all. I own them all. So the question that we're faced with every day is, are you going to yield what belongs to God, your soul, to the evil one? And the only way that, you, that the evil one can have any influence over you at all is if you yield yourself to him. That's the only way you can do it. I can have a pornographic picture pop up here on my screen. I have a choice whether I'm going to look at it or not. I can click on or I can click off. And so those temptations are everywhere we look. And boys and girls, the temptation is about the destruction of your soul. He couldn't care less about your body. God, I'm just telling you. Now, you got to take care of your body. It's a temple, you know, it's a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's your, it's your house. So you need to take care of your house. But Jesus said, don't, don't, hey, ultimately, don't worry about that thing. Don't be afraid of the guy that can, uh, can destroy your body. He said, you better be, you better be destroyed. That, be afraid that other guy can cast your soul into hell. Who, what's your soul? Mind, your will, and your emotions. And every action that you take begins with a thought. Every action. That's why, again, not being redundant, but it's important. For you to understand that you're to take captive every thought. Because if you take captive every, every, every guy who is in prison today ended up in there because of bad thinking, stinking thinking. And if he had it to do over again, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do that. But he was, he was overcome by emotions. He was overcome by thoughts. He was overcome by memories. He was overcome by a lot of things, and he lost his mind. What's his mind? His mind's the ability to coordinate, uh, process all the information. And your emotions flood your mind to the point where you don't do what you all do. I wonder how many women lost their virginity when they got drunk. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Why? Why? Is it, it clouds the ability of the mind to function. Poisons the mind. So I was, I'm, I'm, I'm talk, saying about all this because I go back to what we're talking about in, in uh, Delaware, Ohio. Jeff Klein and JR. By the way, I won't, I won't be here Friday. JR is going to be sitting in for me. I got, I'll be on an airplane when, when the show goes live. Uh, see, we don't, we, we don't take serious. I'm talking about you and me. We don't take seriously the poisoning of the soul of those little children. We don't take it seriously. We don't take it seriously. We don't. Grooming, we'll call whatever word you want to. We sit back as our government destroys the souls of our children. Do you, folks, do you really, anybody picking this up besides me? Anybody get what's going on besides me? And we look the other way. We look at their outward appearance. We don't understand that those little kids' minds are being poisoned to where they're not going to be able to make righteous decisions. Not only can they not make righteous decisions, they don't even know who Jesus is. They, 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 
They can't take captive every thought because they're being taught just to give in to whatever emotions and feelings you have. Timothy Leary, feels good, do it, right? Tune in, turn on, drop out. That's how we got here. That's the seeds that were planted in the 1960s, and here we are today. But you are a soul. You're not a body. You are a soul. You live in a body. You live in a body. That's the immortal, eternal part of you. If you believe in Jesus Christ, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, are you looking at me? You will never die. You will never die. That's his promise. You will never die. The soul that sins, it will. We just read that. The soul that sins, it will die. Let me me make sure I got something else here. So I'm going to to give us an action today. Give you an action. And I'll see if you'll do it or not. I don't know if you I don't know if you will. Over the next two days, put up there uh Delaware Mayor. Put up on the screen there, Spence, if you can. Just that number. And I would ask I would ask as many of you as possible today to call the mayor of Delaware, Ohio, and ask him why they're corrupting the souls of little children. Don't get in a don't get in a theological debate with them. Don't get them. Why are you poisoning the minds of the children by introducing them to this stuff? The phone number, get a pen. Spencer's trying to do the best he can. Listen, chances are you may get an answering machine. Chances are you get a secretary. Don't have a lot. Look, hey, friend, listen. When you make a call like this, you're not going to convince them. You're not going to convince them. You just need to make a call and say, uh, uh, yes, I have a, my name is uh, Dave Dobbin. I have a message for the mayor. I just want the know, mayor to know that I'm very, very disappointed that he's locked arms with a group of people who are intent on destroying the morality of our children. Please pass that message on to him, would you please? That's all you have to say. Don't get into a debate. It's a her, Coach. We'll get into it's a, a her. her. That's all you have to say to her. That's all you have to say. Yeah, write write it down if you don't. write down exactly what you're going to say because they're going to answer the phone and they're going to say a mayor's office can I help you and then you just say what you, you just say it you just say that uh, yes uh, yes ma'am but you could you please get this message to the mayor for me that I'm uh, that I I'm greatly greatly disappointed that she can't understand the damage she's doing to little children by indoctrinating them in this wicked lifestyle please pass that on to the mayor for me thank you that's all Coach, you got to do. I have her email. I have her email as well. Okay, Reggie, maybe we can get the email. Although I'm going to tell you something. Phone. Okay, do both. Do both. Do, yeah, Coach. Do the, 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 so the mayor, uh, I called yesterday. The mayor actually works another job. So you will speak to like a secretary there. Uh, but it's important to call and, and leave a message uh, and express your concerns. The other thing, too, is that, um, you know, they're going to tell you that, uh, the event took place not on uh, on school property, which, uh, you know, uh, they'll deflect it, okay? So yeah. we may want to call the school district as well. Boy, good point. Good. Hey, folks, listen. Again, don't get in an argument. Don't make it a long, drawn-out conversation. Because you know what the lady's doing at the, at the desk? I can tell you, she's just ch- charting how many good calls they got and how many bad. That's all, she, that's all she's doing. <laughs> She ain't listening to you. She just X here, X, X. Oh, there's another one, X. There's another. That's all she's doing. So you're not going to get on that phone, and you're not going to try to convince somebody to think like you do. What you want to do is you want to do, oh, you want them to stop suppressing the truth. That's what you want to do. And saying we all know that deviant lifestyles are dangerous to our children. What is the mayor doing promoting that? That's all you have to say. The phone number is 614-645-7671. Again, 614, maybe we can put it in the chat, Spence. 614-645-7671. And you simply let her know how disappointed you are that she would do this to children. 
Don't get in a debate because they're going to say, well, it's the parents. The parents are making it. I don't, I don't care if it is the parents. Tell's wrong with you, Mayor, that you would open the children up to this. Your job is to protect them. Your job is to protect the little children. What are you doing? No dialogue, okay? Please, some of you do this. Some of you do this. And then some of you do it again tomorrow. Because they, see, if again, if we just sit back and we don't do anything, they think we don't care. We don't care. Why does it matter? Oh, so we, we, we love everybody. We are, uh, what's the word? We're inclusive. We're inclusive. Yeah. And they're cramming down the throat of the children, the doctrines of demons, destroying their soul. And we don't care. Oh, we care. No, we don't. Yeah. Delaware, Delaware, Ohio, Delaware, like crossing the Delaware River. It's the home of Ohio West. Nah, can't be. Check it for me. JR, check it for me real quick. Nah, no way. I call it. What what, what is she doing? I'm not aware of what she's doing. What, who's doing? The mayor. What, what is she yeah, doing? She, she, gave a, she gave approval for this parade in the park. They gave okay. approval for it. Buck stops with her. She gave the approval to, for the kids to be uh, exposed to transgenderism. JR, do I have the right number there? Coach, the number I give you the other day goes to the mayor's office. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It went I to. Uh, talked to him. I had a 45 minute conversation with the city manager. The lady put me, the gatekeeper, Told the city manager to call me. City manager called me back. Okay. Listen, here's, here's our problem. The one, oh, you can't comment on the one line. I couldn't comment on I called it. I can't comment on it. They won't take any comments. Don't, there's no way to leave a comment on that line. There's a way to leave a comment on 614. I'm going to show you. Bear with me. Not arguing. You're all right. 614-645-7671. Dial speakerphone. Thank you for calling the office of Mayor Andrew J. Ginther. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and we will return your call at our earliest. Hang on. Somebody great catch. She said Mayor Andrew Ginther. That is Columbus. That is Columbus. Scratch that Glenn, number. Do you have the number. Glenn, do you have that number? I'm out walking. It's, it's 740-203-1075. Okay, now I'm going to call that number and see what kind of response we get. No, I'll try that again, Reggie. That number's been disconnected. Give me that number again, Reggie. 740 203-1075. I'm on the City of Delaware, Ohio website. We are sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. There you are. The wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe they don't want any phone calls, right? Okay, Jeff, what's the number, what's the number you gave me, Jeff? 203-1000. Give it to me again. 614-740. Hang on, hang on, hang on. 740 203 1000. 1000. And when I. That's the correct number, Coach. I could not Casey listen. Just I couldn't leave the message. Why? Right. Reach the city of Delaware. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. If this is an emergency, press 1 to be connected to the police department. For the city hall location and directions, press 2. And when they open, that lady answers. City Hall is located at 1 South Sandusky Street. Okay, well, okay. So the number is? Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. If this is an emergency, press 1 to be. See, they don't want you to talk to them, do they? They don't want you to. Okay, Jeff, we'll use that number. I'm not arguing with you. I I couldn't leave a message. I can't leave a message at that number. I don't know what to do. Well, I had a good conversation with that city manager yesterday. Now, you know, and he's a politician, but he agreed. 
He wants to talk to Pastor. I don't want to have a conversation with him. I want to tell him he's an idiot. That's what I want to tell him. I ain't interested in a conversation. That's what I basically told him. Yeah, yeah, I want to tell him he's an idiot. I'll tell you how much of an idiot he is. He, he's willing to sit down and talk to Pastor Bill. I said, we can arrange that, buddy. We will yeah, drive but, over. We want, it, we, want him, we want him to get a... Hey, Jeff, so if we call that number, it's up on the screen. Are we going to be able to leave a message there? The lady actually answers. She takes your call. Okay, there you go. Wait wait till after hours in. I'm wasting time here. I'm sorry to be so disorganized. I thought I had it all together here. And here I'm calling this. Oh, well. Can't trust the internet, can you? Can't trust that. Hang on. So we're talking about grooming and the corruption of young people. That's what, that's what I would say. I'm concerned about your introduction of the homosexual transgender lifestyle to little children. That is so wicked. That's, that would be my message. And you can have a dialogue if you want to. Hey, can I show you one more? Then I'll open it up here. Spencer, bring up number five. Are you guys okay with the soul? You understand what the soul is? The soul's what the soul's what's going to heaven or hell. The soul is not your body. Your soul is. Your soul is, and these little kids are having their souls destroyed. It is more wicked than vaccinations because vaccinations simply kill the body. They simply kill the body. Transgenderism kills the soul. Homosex kills the soul. Oh, so are we proud of this? The NFL now, Pride Month. Why, we have our first transgender cheerleader in the NFL. That is so awesome. Justine Lindsay, 29-year-old male who identifies as a woman. Do you believe they said that? 29-year-old male who identifies as a woman. She's now proud to break down the door for future perverts. Scrolling down so we see a picture of this beautiful it. Look at that. Jesus is coming. That's what, that, that'll be the response. Oh, Coach, Jesus is coming. Yeah, yeah, he is. He sure is. And he'd like to see this mess cleaned up before he gets here. You believe this. You believe every institution, every institution has been totally, you know why? Because they have been taken over by the aggressive gospel of the devil. The aggressive gospel of the devil while we serve the passive gospel of Jesus. The aggressive gospel against the passive gospel. And we know which one of those is winning. I want to go freaking kill somebody. Not literally. Not literally. i got to show you one more thing. Number six. Put this in the chat. I watched this yesterday. Two hours. Two hours. It's called what? What was the title of this? Dark Clouds Over Elberton. This is a video about the building of uh, the Georgia Guidestones. And folks, at the heart of it, at the, the oh, sorry, Reggie, 90% of them are Masons. It's about two hours. You can put it on, you can put it on uh, time and a half. You can put it on two times and listen to it. It laid the whole story out. You know who owns the Georgia Guidestones? When they built the Georgia Guidestones, the Georgia Guidestones were deeded to the county. The county owns the Georgia Guidestones, and they're doing worship service on government property. we got to get our foot in that door down there. Okay, cool. Put it in the chat. Trust me, it's worth watching. And you know what it is? Suppression of truth. They're suppressing the truth with a lie. And worshiping and serving the creature rather than the creator. Right out of Romans. Right out of that. Dr. Paul coming, then Ohio Breath, then Reggie. Go. Sorry about that. Uh, so I have a Christian radio station behind me in my here. <coughs> it's the biggest Christian radio station in Maine. Uh-huh. And, um, it was a culture shock when I went to Ohio because there are a lot more Christian-oriented flags and signs and people are generally far aware. I They've been open for 30 years, and they do not know what the Georgia Guidestones are. That's and right. They, 
Uh, no, I'm, I'm serious. It's like the pseudo Christians do not understand. There's another side to all this. It's called evil. And I, I was astounded because one of the guys that runs it, um, he got two jabs. Okay. He has six kids. And I said, did you get the kids jab? He said, no, the Holy Spirit said not to give him a shot. Right. Wow. But the Holy Spirit also said for him to get a shot. I think he has a different Holy Spirit. Yeah, I do too, because the Holy Spirit would have told him to get his kids out of the schools. You know what it <laughs> he is? He told him that for sure by now. <laughs> you know what it is? It's cowardly. It's just cowards. Christians cowardly. are not supposed to be cowards. Hey, hey, Paul, that's suppressing the truth with a lie. See, they won't face the truth because it will cause them to change their behavior. They will not face the truth because it will cause them to change their behavior. They don't, they don't, they don't want to deal with it. Sorry. Oh, by the way, real quick, Brett, before I get you in there. First one up there, COVID side effects. Pull that up there, Spence. Real quick. I want this another, just another one for you. Make all of you feel good here this morning. It's all this. 1,290 known adverse side effects from the vaccine. They've now released it. The FDA's Pfizer list. Scroll on down. Scroll on down, Spencer. Keep going. Keep going. Keep there. There it is. Keep on going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. There they go, folks. There they are. 1,290 known side effects to the vaccine. Known side effects. 1,295 of them. Suppressing the truth with a lie. See, they 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 tell you the lie that it's going to save. Suppressing the truth that it's going to change. They love money. Come on in, Brett. Hey, good morning, Coach. What another great show. Hey, I'm on the road right now on 70 West, heading to NFL Indianapolis Colts Stadium. I'm going to knock on the door and ask for the owner, and why are you letting uh, transgender cheerleaders in the NFL? What team Amen. was that? What team was that? Uh, let's go back. Who was it? Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Thank you. So now, Coach, is, Coach Dave is coaching all of us to, uh, number one, I want prayers, prayer force uh, on the way. I'm one special team player. Pray for, Pray for Ohio Brett and divine connections with the uh, people in Indianapolis. Go ahead, Brett. And then the next phase is, who's the infantry? Maybe tomorrow, call the uh, look-up NFL front office and make calls. The prayer force, a special team player, and then the follow-up. And then Amen. for all of you, I want to say thank you. Uh, we started the ChristianRevolution.net prayer calls. I missed it last night. I was with a couple, but Silver and Myra and others, they picked up the ball. Coach, you got amazing players that care so much, and it's an honor to be on your team. And then for those of us who want to go, go to the events page. On the ChristianRevolution.net, you'll see my June schedule of where I'm going. Thanks, Coach. Amen. Hey, Coach. Amen. Brett, I have, I have a request. Brett, when you go over to Indianapolis, ask them when they're going to have a natural family or traditional family week, traditional family month. You got it. Yeah. Got okay. it. Yeah. Amen. Right? See, folks, this is going on offense, right? This is going on the offense. You know what? You know what's making this, uh, this, uh, whatever this, this platform grow, because you've been laying out there for four years wanting to do something, and nobody ever told you what to do. And you get up there every morning because you think, "Daggone, this is getting it done. This is getting it done. I'm making a difference. I want to make a difference." A million of people out there, million, ten million people out there feel the same way. Reggie. Thank you, Coach. Um, I'm on the website, so I don't mean to digress. I know you moved on, but it's sort of still the same thing about us acting. If it's incorrect, because I don't live in Delaware County, or yeah, Delaware County, I think people could make the time to actually be present. They said that they meet um, the second and the fourth Monday of every month at 7 p.m. at City Hall. Why can't JR, we run that down be for present? Us. Maybe we can turn some people out there. Run that down for us, JR. Yeah, I think there's a meeting this coming Monday, and it is at 7 or 7.30. I'd, I'd have to double-check, but, yeah, well, I'm planning on being there. Friday. You're going to be hosting Friday. You double-check on Friday. 
call play. Yeah, well, I will. I'll get that information out. And the mayor also made a proclamation that is Gay Pride Month uh-huh. at the festival. I'm going to get that proclamation to you as well. Or maybe maybe go over that uh, Friday saw, as well. I saw, I saw somebody sent it. I saw it. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, hey, Jesus is coming. Oh, boy, we're just getting so bad. Jesus is coming. Makes, ah! Michelle. Good morning, Coach. Hey, team. Um, I just wanted to talk real quick about that cheerleader. I did see um, some good news, though. There were four players on the baseball team, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, who refused to wear the LGBTQ patches and hats for this rainbow woke grooming campaign that one of the owners is pushing. But four of the players refused to wear them. And, of course, they're all – I'm so proud of those guys. Um, but I can I just go back to the soul and spirit for a second? Sure. Um, I was thinking the other day how cool it is. You know, once you realize that you're a soul in a body, you realize how cool it is to have a body. Because, you know, we're created um, with the spirit and the soul. The spirit is our connection to God. And then our soul is how we express him. Uh, Luke, this is Luke 146. And it, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, magnifies it. And my spirit has exalted in God, my savior. So, you know, we kind of live our life uh, in the beginning. Well, I did anyway, I don't mean to speak generally, but before knowing Christ, I lived in a soul. You can live your whole life just as a soul, but until you plug into that spirit and when we transform, we start to transform. That's when our words and our actions and our living, we start to <laughs> express God. We look more like Jesus. So it's just um, we receive him in the spirit, and then we magnify him through our soul. And I think it's lovely that you brought up the difference there. Thanks, Coach. So, thanks. so remember that the, that the mind is the processing plant of the soul. Everything passes through the mind. Mind of Christ. That's what we need, the mind of Christ. All the outside, as my friend Chad Esses would say, your emotions will betray you. So your emotions have to pass through the mind of Christ. Say, so, yeah, well, I'd like to go. Uh, I'd like to go eat that uh, cake all by myself. That's what your eyes want to do. Your carnal man wants to go eat that cake. But you process it. No, 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 no. Self control. Self control. Right. Right. So I. Hey, I want to use the F word, but I don't. Because I have self-control. Because the F word, my old, that old carnal guy, he came back. He shows up every once in a while, taps on my shoulder, says, hey, coach, say this. And I want to. But then I filter it through the Holy Spirit, say, no, nah, I will say that. Rochelle won't like it. And, and Betty won't like it. And, and, uh, and you get what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that. It's not, it's not appropriate for me to say that. Right, folks? Right? So uh, we can't say, well, uh, that's just the way I am. That's the way you used to be. It's not the way you are anymore if you have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, self-control. That's one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hey, so sometimes not say what you think. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And that's so hard to do, to not say what you think. And sometimes to say what you think. Both of those promoted and and. uh Shoot out of the Holy Spirit of God. Jeff, come on in. Coach, I found out too, the mayor and the city manager were in that park. While we were parked there with the ice cream truck, they were inside that park. They never come over to us. So I'll talk with JR, but I think we can make a little plan up here what we could do. Let's light a fire in them, man. Let's light a fire in them. Let's let's do it, man. Let's let's call five hundred people outside that city hall. Say what the hell? What are you doing here in our city? What? Hey, fo- hey, Jr. Do some research. Contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Contributing to the delinquency of a corrupting a minor. Corrupting a minor. A parent doesn't have the right to corrupt a minor. That's what they're doing, and we're okay with it. Craig, come on in. Well, Coach, I have, I have a maybe expand on that a little different take sure. about this whole <clears throat> the first commandment. Okay, comes from Deuteronomy 6, and that's where it says, Your Lord, your God, Israel, is one. It says, You'll love mm-hmm. the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all yeah. your strength. <clears throat> I've always associated, after I thought about this, that your heart is your spirit, your soul is your flesh, 
your mind is the conduit between the spirit and the flesh, and your strength is your will. Now, in Matthew, Jesus is asked in 22, says, what's the greatest commandment? He says, love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. You know, mm. he leaves out your strength in there for, for a reason there. And then when we go to Psalm 16, it says, you know, no one had to... No one had a heart like David, right? No one's ever had a heart, okay? It's not a physical thing. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. No one had a right. spirit as a David. So mm-hmm. when we go to Psalm 16, it's very interesting. It says, um, it says, therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. So his flesh is going to go rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol. Okay, mm. nor will you allow your holy one to see corruption. Of course, he's talking about Jesus, you know, and that's Jesus's body. So now for me, and I'm just putting this out there for information. When I see it, I see it as four data points, as Mark would say, you know, you're, you, you have a spirit. And I believe that's that spark of life. I believe that soul is this body that are those cells that just divide off off that second. Right. And you have that mind, which is actually part of your, you know, your flesh. But it's, it's connected to your soul, and your strength is your will. And when you're in unison of all three of those things, your spirit, your flesh, your mind, and you walk in strength, you're being obedient to the Lord, and you're one with him. Pretty simple. Well said, Craig. Well said. Of course, we can get into theological discussions as to whether Craig was right or not. Save the emails. Thank you. Jack. Jack going once, Jack going twice. Where'd I go? Where am oh, I? Can you hear me? Told. Yes. Where am I? Can you hear? Okay. The the heart and the brain both start with the same neuron. So the heart and the brain begin first in in at conception, and they're the same neuron forms the heart and the brain. So there's a as there's a, a man as a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. How do you think in your heart, folks? How do you think in your heart? I don't think in my heart. But it also tells us that the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. So you got to be careful with that heart thing, don't you? You got to take that heart, take it to the mind of Christ. Because the heart's going to, as Chad would say, your emotions are going to, Betray you, Myra. Coach, praise the Lord for the Christian revolution. And in regard to the soul, I have Psalm 139.23. Search me, God. I know my heart. Test me. I know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll bread quickly then, Rochelle. Or Brett didn't put his hand down. I don't know. You there, Brett? Michelle. Hey, I just had another thought. Um, when you're thinking uh, the difference between man and animals, because it does say in Genesis that he breathed the, the breath of life into both. Dogs have emotions. Dogs clearly yeah. have emotions. Go ahead. Um, but what makes us different from the animals is is the soul. That's what yeah. makes us different. That's what gives us personality. And I think you read the verse where it says, that he, meaning God, to preserve the mind, the, the spirit, the soul, and the body. So he wants to preserve us all at the, what I, I guess I'll call it the resurrection. Um, yeah. But um, what, what makes us different from the animals is the soul, is that we can express God. We have the ability, folks, listen, we have the ability to say yes and no. A dog, a dog, a dog doesn't do that. In fact, the Bible tells us the dog returns to his vomit. We have a con- dog doesn't have a conscience. You can remind him, and then he'll put his tail between his legs. But on his own, he doesn't go off and, and eat, eat your chicken and then come home and know he ate the chicken. He comes home, and you say, what did you do? And then his tail goes between his legs. And says, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I forgot. I shouldn't have done that. Right? Well, we have the ability to say no to sin. We, we have the ability to not let our emotions betray us. It's the thought process. That's what makes us unique. And the soul... That's a part of you that's going to live forever somewhere. Hey, Coach, I just have a question. Why, yeah. isn't, why isn't it disembodied souls? 
So he's disembodied spirits. Mm. Well, I would say, yeah, I'd say those guys must not have had a soul. That's why they can't die, right? That's well, why they're they, immortal. We need, a, we need a body to manifest yeah. to be able to be whole in this realm. To, yes. you, know, you can use that to either serve the Lord or not serve the Lord. Amen. Choice is ours. Randy, wrap us up here, Randy. I'll wait till after the show, Coach. Amen. Hey, hey. we're gearing up. We're going to run a play. Cover Ohio Brett in prayer today. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.